Tune in to the hottest sports talk show on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Join us weekdays at 7 p.m. Stories about players and coaches of all levels. We make it easy to talk sports. Welcome to Never Had It So Good Sports Talk Radio. I'm excited about tonight, women's basketball, the Final Four, and the conversation about how the Final Four turned out and the national championship game on Sunday. Um, a lot to get to, so let me welcome in my co-host here, David Duck Raleigh. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you, Precious. I had a great half an hour show just a few minutes that ago. That was awesome. I- I was going to say that. That was awesome. we got to get Mr. Von Lear back anytime. And with Rutgers and Richardson, um, they stole the show, too. Thank you. That was really good. I appreciate you scheduling that. All right, let's get let's get in. Our co-host, Tim Moore. Welcome to the show, sir. I think, do we have Tim Moore on mute? Yes, I was. Thanks okay. for having me on again. I'm look, really looking forward to hearing what these ladies have to say about this uh, Final Four weekend. <laughs> I am too. Let's go ahead and get to it. Call out the last four of your number, 4432. Your mic is open. Give us your name. Sherry Hackett. How you guys doing? How you doing? Good, doing good, right. Sherry Hackett. Thank you for being yeah. on. All right, mm-hmm. 8570. Give us your name. Maybe that's the wrong one. We just, the board is lit up tonight. Six seven three seven. <laughs> Give us your name. Tracy Napoleon. How you guys doing? Doing good, right. Coach. Doing good. Thank you for being on. All right. Zero four nine three. Give us your name. I don't know. One of the numbers could be mine, um, Princess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there she is. There she is. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, so who are we missing? We're missing um Coach Powell. I'm gonna try this eight five seven zero again. Coach Powell, is this you? Okay, wow. so we're still waiting on her. All right, that's it, Duck, until Coach Powell gets in here. Okay. All right. I want to start off with Tracy. Tracy. Yes. What could could Virginia Tech and South Carolina, what could they have done differently? Okay, so I'll start out with uh, Virginia Tech. Um, I watched that game. They were – I don't know what happened to them the second half. I guess when you're a shooting team, I don't feel like they had the best inside presence. Um, Everybody was spread out. And when you're not hitting, you got to be able to pound the ball inside. And the big girl just kept coming out, which meant you're not getting any rebounds if you miss. And that's what they began to do. And then all of a sudden they wanted to try to force it inside, but it was too late. I was screaming at the TV. I was like, go, like, go in the post. Like, just see what happens. Go in the post. Like, get, get, get them in foul trouble because they are, they are not the most disciplined uh, defenders. 
but they just kept throwing up these wild shots. And I was like, well, that's it. It's the experience, unfortunately. You know, um, it really just boiled down to just, you know, eat. that's a big stage, and maybe they, they didn't understand. And, and Coach did a great job with them, you know, to get them this far. So I'm expecting bigger things from this year. But I thought they could have just done better and just putting the, just pounding the ball inside when they, start, when they started missing their shots. Um, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's what I always said was going to bite them in the butt, right? So, I, I mean, this is probably the worst I've seen them shoot uh, from the outside um, in a very long time. I just didn't. Under, I, I don't. I don't know. Um, to the point where people, you guys saw, you know, Caitlin Clark was walking away like, mm, you can have that, you know. And, mm-hmm. and after a while, mm-hmm. I guess that gets into your mind. And even though they weren't down a lot going towards the end, like they were down four and five, it felt like they were down twenty. Because mm-hmm. is they could just never get over the hump because you can't trade twos for threes. They couldn't defend Bree Bill. I don't know what happened. She was riding on the side of Caitlin Clark the whole night. Nobody could stay in front of her. It looked like Caitlin Clark had speed speed skates on. Um, so mm-hmm. it was just a bad night for them. Um, I'm never going to blame refereeing because they had a chance at the end. The referees they do too much at the wrong time. And that's in both sets of games for me. Um, but I always throw that out the door because when you're close enough at, at four or five, that means you have a chance to win the game. So I felt mm-hmm. like Aaliyah Boston, you know, once she got in foul trouble, she came in and she just, she just, it was too much for her. She couldn't produce at this particular game. Like it, it just was like everybody was blinking. I call it blinking. I tell my players, why are y'all blinking at me? It's <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> let's let's try to get it together. <laughs> but everybody was blinking because they literally were in shock and they could not get right. And that, and then, you know, and that was the story. Okay. Precious, your take on it. South Carolina, Virginia Tech. What could they have done differently? I'll start with Virginia Tech and I, I thought they really just got lost composure. Um, in that second half. And I think if anybody has a calming presence, Coach Kenny Brooks does. And um, I, I just think they lost composure and started taking quick shots. They were not, as Tracy said, um, pounded in the middle. You know, give it give it to the big girl and, and or the tall girl. And, and they never really gained composure back, and I, th- I thought that was the difference. And um, because, of you know, uh, Virginia Tech was up nine. So I'm thinking, okay, well, they kind of have this where, you know, they want it. Um, but it, it just isn't, didn't happen. And, and I was surprised about that. I, I thought Virginia Tech would be in the final. Um, when it comes to South Carolina, I've been saying this all year, especially to you, Duck. I probably talk to you twice a week about South Carolina, you know, the Gamecocks and the women and what they're doing. And I just think they didn't have a pure shooter. Um, mm-hmm. And Don Staley, I thought, realized that. She started Olivia Thompson, a walk-on senior um, who has had her scholarship now for two years in the second quarter uh, because she needed some outside presence. And the most poor shooter they had is is Olivia Thompson. And and that's considering Zaya Cook. Zaya Cook is hot and cold. Um, You know, but I think not having a pure shooter on the outside hurt them. And their number one champion thing is defense. And I thought they were chasing Caitlin Clark around. And once that happened, Caitlin Clark, you know, um, I thought she played with them. She let them chase her around, and she still hit shots off balance, on balance, you know, from from the logo, wherever she wanted. And 
So I think Tracy said it, even though they were never down more than four or five in the second half, they were only down one at halftime, three or four points. It seems like it was more, and they never caught up. And that's a shame, you know. Um, so, I, But I think the number one thing is that they didn't have somebody to combat Caitlin Clark. They need a Caitlin Clark because um, mm-hmm. they definitely have the, the tallest, the, the biggest post players in, in, in women's college basketball but they didn't have a pure shooter. Okay. And I think uh, that's, that's, go ahead. Can I see if this is, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just want to see if this is coach Powell at one, seven, six, two coach Powell. Do we have you? Okay. No, I just, I just sent you her number princess. Uh, all right. So uh, go ahead Jackie? Duck, and I'll look for it. All right. Okay. Um, with Virginia Tech, I just think, first of all, you they started out a little flat, you know what I mean? But they were still in the game. They came out shooting like, you know, just 25% in their first quarter. So, you know, they couldn't get it going. And then they shot like a whole bunch of threes, you know, and then they only shot 11% of that. So I think they came out a little flat. But once they started going, they were in the game. Um, you know, they turned the ball over. Their, first, their starters had a lot of turnovers. And the thing is, they got to that fourth quarter, and they went through that drought. It was like over five minutes before they got a basket, you know. And that mm-hmm. right there, fourth quarter is just like a death sentence. If you can't – if you go that long without scoring uh, in, the, in the fourth quarter. So uh, they also didn't have, like, that spark off the bench. A team needed that spark off the bench. You know, you see, like, LSU, that kid came off. See, you know, that spark. And they didn't really have it. They, they played, like, one player, um, but – she was like 0 for 4 behind the arc off the bench. And it's just they didn't have that spark. And I just think they were right there in the game. They could have, you know, put them on their heels. Even if hitting a few more of those threes that they just couldn't hit, I think they would have still had, uh, you know, had them on their heels. But it just wasn't their night. Uh, I think they, uh, they, you know, I think they, they will uh, still be good next year and still have an opportunity. So I'm really proud of them. I, I think that coach, I, I give them all the props. I think he did a great job this year. Nobody expected him to be in the Final Four. Nobody. So, and uh, you know, South Carolina. Look, I hate to, to, to really say anything about, it, but I gotta, I gotta say, the defense to me is not the defense that I know that Dorney teaches. Those mm-hmm. guards, Caitlin Clark, they were. She was running through. She was. They were on the back of the hill. She was driving past them like. Looking like she was like 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 coach said like escape. And I couldn't believe it. They did not guard her. I'm, I'm thinking more like how Morris guard her. That's how you're supposed to guard the LSU guard. That's how you're supposed to guard somebody like that. You got to get up and you got to make. And they're gonna get some points. And they're gonna you know and they're gonna uh, she gonna you know gonna get a couple fouls. And I like that you know the coaches told her you know I'm talking about on LSU said look you know she gonna she gonna get some points. You know what. And that kid, uh, Mara, she stayed on her. She disrupted her. She even shot a – I saw Caitlin Clark shoot a couple bricks. They weren't even close to the basket. Now, that's, that's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. And I thought that South Carolina had the guards to do that, and I was wrong because each guard that I saw, saw her on, she was, she was running rings around them. Mm-hmm. And the defense, as far as being able to rotate, even when she got past somebody, somebody came over, mm-hmm. there was no rotation to drop down and protect the basket. And they were just getting layups, and it just was like, okay, this is not defense. I know that they play. It was like everybody was, I don't know, they just was not on the same page. There was no communication. I didn't communicate. Uh, and I just think they just, 
I don't know what happened, but the defense is the key. Even if they couldn't score like they scored, if they would have stopped Caitlin from scoring 41 points at this stage in the, you know, at this stage deep in the tournament, lead eight, you know, she had her team needed her to score 41. You know what I mean? Team needed her to score in the final four. They needed her to score 41 in the championship, but guess what? She didn't, and they lost because they mm-hmm. If she don't score 41 points in that quarterfinal game, they don't win. She don't score 41 points in the championship, they don't win, and they didn't. She might have got 30, but she didn't get 41, and it just makes a difference. So there's, I just think, you know, they're gonna learn from it, and I just, uh, you know, I, I just hope to see a better. Well, I've seen better defense from them, so I don't know. Something happened last mm-hmm. night. So, yesterday, mm-hmm. something. I started outside shooting defense. All right, mm-hmm. Sherry, talk to us. Yes. Um, I'm going to start with South Carolina. I was so disappointed because <laughs> I told everybody I know they are going to be ready defensively. And mm-hmm. when I kept seeing that pick and roll, you mm-hmm. killed them. Oh, my God. I'm like. And then I thought she was gonna make the adjustment at halftime. Like it's a, it's a. They pick and rolled them so many times that there was no type of hedge on the screen. Uh-uh. There was nothing, and they just rolled right down the lane for a layup. Like what are we doing? So that kind of, it was, it was weird that I, the the adjustment for that wasn't made, and they just kept doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. Carolina, they just they allowed that pack in the paint um, to frustrate them again. They had no shooters. And even when the young lady that Caitlin blew off, she made a couple, but it wasn't enough to get them to come out um, at all. I thought that Cook did an amazing job to just try to keep fighting and taking it to the basket. Um, but, again, the bigs, they, they didn't do enough um, to fight that, that pack in the, in the paint. I thought they were going to be prepared for that a little bit better um, from on a coaching standpoint, um, but it just wasn't there. Virginia Tech. I just think experience was a thing in that in that sequence. Uh, they didn't have enough to um, defensively. They had turnovers that were crucial at times. Free throws were both teams, uh, South Carolina and Virginia Tech, crucial free throws missed and crucial turnovers that didn't make any sense at times. So those little things that caused them to lose um, the edge or whatever was you know, turn the game around, it made it worse because now Caitlin Clark coming down shooting a three. Or you know, it's just a it's just a a, a different aspect to, that shifts the game at that point. I just was very disappointed. Uh, South Carolina, they'll be back. Um, you know, they'll be fine. But she has got to get a shooter, like like we keep talking about. Um, somebody that's going to be out there to be knocking down. You have to have a pure shooter to bring people out from your bigs and, and change the game there. Okay, uh, Sherry, we're going to stay right with yep. you, but we're going to turn it over to Tim. Okay. Okay, uh, Coach, uh, what about the championship game? Uh, Iowa looked like a completely different team. They made a couple of runs, but looked like mm-hmm. a very different team than what we saw on uh, on Friday. Um, right. uh, tell us about that, the pros and cons mm-hmm. of that game. What did you see? Okay, I saw the frustration that I thought South Carolina was going to give Iowa defensively mm-hmm. is what LSU gave them, in my opinion. Um, I thought LSU came out very strong um, defensively, and they were just – they had more passion and more heart. And 
it looked like their will to stop them was just there from the beginning. And they just had very, a very, a lot of confidence, a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iowa, Caitlin, they still, to me, and I kept saying it to the TV, and I wasn't going to watch the game, but I kept saying on TV, why do they continue to let this girl go left? That was her move. Come off the screen left, dribble left. Everything, that was her shot. Make her go right. Make her do something different. So I thought that defensively LSU did an amazing job um, to, to have her not shoot as many shots, and she bricked a lot of shots as well uh, because they did play her hard defensively. They made her work, which is what every team needed to do, was make her work for her points. Right. LSU, yeah. um, girls, and, and everybody, just they came to play. And the, the ones coming off the bench, just the girl 21 points transfer from West Virginia. Everybody was everybody <laughs> yeah. was just ready to step in and do what they had to do. And it made a difference in the game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Princess, what, what, what did you see out there in the championship game? Uh, Tim, Tim, before you hit Princess, I want, I want to make sure Princess acknowledged the girl <laughs> yeah, that transferred from West Virginia. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, Jasmine Cameron. <laughs> You know, Actually, seven, seven for seven in the, from the three-point line in the first half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, she was five for five, and then the other two were twos. But yeah. Um, yeah. I was getting ready to leave with her, Jasmine, and and, and you got to say, I mean, and she scored, She was five for five from three um, behind mm-hmm. the arc in the in the first half, and yeah. and and she was hot and she knew it, and they kept feeding her. Mm-hmm. But I also want to because I'm not a Kim Mulkey fan. But mm-hmm. obviously, Kim Mulkey learned something from that game with South Carolina. And I thought their defense was much more tenacious, and they played with emotions. And they really um, – they had 59 points at halftime, and I'm speaking mm-hmm. of LSU. And they they kept Iowa to 42, and they were having fun with it. You know, Iowa got out of sorts, and they, you know, and they looked out of sorts in that second half. And mm-hmm. um, I, I didn't think that, you know, LSU let up. LSU scored over 100 points in that game. Congratulations mm-hmm. to them. And I can say right here, I didn't want to see either one of these teams in the finals. I wanted Virginia <laughs> Tech in South Carolina. And I, you know, Tech Ducks said, I'm not watching it. <laughs> and emotional <laughs> women's fans, but – Thank goodness that this is where women's college basketball is right now. Six million watch Carolina and Iowa. Four million watch Virginia Tech and and, and LSU. And 12 million watch the national championship game yesterday, the most of men and women on ESPN all year. So congratulations to that. Um, for sure. Um, and acknowledge okay. to the West Virginia transfer. Okay. There we go. There we go. Coach Powell, what did, what did you see out there yesterday? Coach, Coach Powell, Powell isn't on. Huh? No. Oh, she's, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Tracy Napoleon, what did you see out there, pros and cons, in the championship game? I saw the fact that the referees, weren't manipulated by the Iowa coach yapping all game. But I'd say she does. She just she she works them, she works them, you can't touch her. They LSU was actually allowed to play aggressive in your face defense. They finally called the push off with Caitlin Clark that she's mastered so 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 just just nice. 
They call. I think she got two on that. And everybody's like, oh, yeah. my God, I can't believe they called it. It's a foul. Yeah. Like you, when you yeah. displace a player with your opposite arm, it's a foul. So yeah. things were just lined up for LSU to win. You've never seen LSU shoot like that before in your life. They were ready. They were prepared to win the game. And they came out with a whole bunch of energy that Iowa, Iowa was not expecting. You know, they're, they're, they're a very good team. They don't ever get out of sorts. But you can see it in everybody's eyes. They were out of sorts. They were looking at each other. As I call, they were doing the blink. And LSU never let up. There was a point in time I was like, all right, wait a minute, because LSU has lulls. And they had a lull, I think it was like in the third quarter, and, and I think they went on a 15-4 run or something, Iowa did. And I was like, all right, don't start. I think Moki called the timeout and said, hey, hey, listen, let's get back on track. Let's get this back on track. And that's when it happened. So I think they – I think there was nothing that Iowa could have done to beat LSU, the LSU right. that played last night. I'm, I'm, okay. they, just, they played their best game across the board. Mm-hmm. Tracy points out that off-line push-off. That, that drives me crazy, particularly oh in, the, in the NBA. And I'm a 76ers fan, and James Harden makes me nuts mm-hmm. when he does that. Yeah. Never <laughs> um, uh, Jackie Devane, uh, what, what did you see yesterday in the championship game? Okay. Well, was that somebody guarded Caitlin Clark the way he should guard Caitlin Clark. Morris, I thought, was outstanding. And she disrupted Clark's flow. I mean, she was all over. She made her put the ball on the floor. She didn't get too many wide-open looks. And I'm saying her, her bread and butter coming off that screen on the left, Thomas Morris got over the screen and recovered back to Clark. She didn't even put the ball on. She would pass it. That's usually what she does. She that she's going to shoot it. Clark, I mean, Morris made her get that ball up, just getting over the screens a couple times. And I just love to see it, okay? And I, I, she she disrupted her. She was all over. That's how she got those push-off uh, calls, uh, Caitlin Clark. Because mm-hmm. Morris wasn't letting She was just all over. She didn't know what to do, but just push off. And so I was I was glad to see that. And then I was glad to see that Morris, I think, and I'm not, you know, and I'm not a Kim Mulkey fan either. You know, I thought she looked like she was going, to, you know, performing the Vegas show or something. The way she was dressed. <laughs> I'm thinking, I don't. I'm thinking the way, the type of kid Morris is, the type of young lady she is. I, I don't even. I'm not. I don't even think that uh, Kim Mulkey said, you know, told her exactly what to do. I think Morris said, "Look, I got her." That's that's the kind of player she looks like to me. Well, you don't go get. I got her. I got her. And she did her job, and she still put, like, 20-something points on the board. You know what I mean? After all that running mm-hmm. around and, and doing all the, all the defense that she put on Caitlin Clark, she still wound up putting several points on the board. So I was just really, really happy to see that. And like I said, and I just noticed that Caitlin Clark don't score 41 points when you're that deep in the tournament like this, then her team mm-hmm. doesn't win. She needed her to do that. Mm-hmm. And so that was a big thing. Um, and the mm-hmm. other thing pros I want to say, um, we might say something about later, um, that the way um, Angel mm-hmm. Reed put her hand up, everybody started, you know, I was oh, glad gosh. that she called, she called the media out, you know, on their double standard. Now, when right. they call, everybody celebrated. Nobody did nothing. As soon as Angel Reese do it, now we got mm-hmm. to Oh, that's unfortunate. Like, that's I mean, what was all the outrage when Caitlin Clark did it? So my mm-hmm. thing was, Caitlin did it, so look, she did it first. So right. you got it back. So if you can't eat it, don't serve it. That's all I, that's all I said. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, Princess, uh, uh, Jackie point, points out uh, Alexis Morris's uh, um, contributions. I, for my money, I, I kind of thought that they just had decided they were going to give Angel Reese the MVP, but for my money, Alexis Morris was the one that played uh, yep. them into the championship mm-hmm. game against Virginia Absolutely. Tech and then, and then followed up with a stellar performance on yesterday. What are your thoughts about the championship game? I think the media has been on Angel Reese all year, and they've hyped this up, and and I think that was a part of the whole, you know, Bayou Barbie, and it, it if they won, that's exactly who was going to get the MVP. But I agree with you. Um, I, I thought the young lady Morris um, um, was the MVP, and if, if truth be told, they should have given half of that MVP to Jasmine. Um, with with 21 points in the first half because she is right. really the one that separated them and 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 made it look you know like okay this may be be a you know a mounting path to to come back in the second half so I agree that you know and we'll, maybe we'll get to to Angel Reese because there's a lot more I'd like to say about her mm-hmm. um, you know mm-hmm. but I, I think that MVP should have been to someone else but they've been hyping Angel Reese you know all this time and there's a certain element. Mm-hmm that wants to see her succeed and they're, you know, they're piggybacking off of the LSU transfer, you know, here she is. But um, I, I think there was more to it for sure. More, some, Someone else should have been considered. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, I Agreed. mean, she was struggling. She was struggling against Virginia tech and, and Morris brought him back. Um, but anyway, uh, duck. Yeah. Tim, I, I just want to throw this out at you because I think, that uh, the officials should start off with a technical for every time Kim Mulkey come out with her outfit. So <laughs> I completely agree. From from I completely agree. Uh, start the game off at the free throw line. Yes, and yeah, start the game from the free throw line. Anytime she stepped yeah. out on the court, technical. Yeah, she was on the court, and I'm like, what are you doing? They didn't say anything to that lady. And then she had a grandbaby in the same pink outfit. She had a grandbaby in that same pink ruffle blouse. Poor baby. Poor baby. (laughs) (laughs) It was bad. Definitely bad. All right. And we want to continue with uh, where, you know, where Jackie left off. So I want to stay with you, Princess, because Jackie brought up the double standards. Let's continue with that conversation. Thank you, Doc. You know, I have not been a Angel Reese fan um, all year, and I've been picking against them, picking against them, but I thought that they had the road to the Final Four, and everything lined up for them, and when it lined up for them, they seized the moment. Um, Mm -hmm. But I have questioned the crown and put the ring on my finger, but I applaud her from yesterday in the media and said that, you know, you all have been on me all year, calling me hood, calling me classless. But when the other one did it, no one said a word, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. But she said, I'm going to stand up for me and all those who look like me. And Mm -hmm. she did it, you know, to um, in the game the other night, and no one said a word, but here I am. And she said, and I wanted her to notice. I wanted her to see. And you know what? Thank you. Drop the mic. Um, yeah. and I've been on her all year, but thank you, Angel Reese, because she's right. 
And Keith Overman, ESPN Now podcaster, all of them said that Angel Reese was an effing idiot on Twitter. And then he had to come back and apologize and say, that, oh, he didn't know that Caitlin Clark had done it. And we have divided <laughs> this up. You know oh, my we, gosh. I can't. We have divided this up, and we know how this is divided up. So yep. I want to say, you know, Angel Reese, thank you. And and I'm going to get off of you right now for sure yeah. because that yep. needed to be done. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, Sherry, yeah. your, your feelings about it, you know, and you hear I, what I all, love, all the outlets say it. I love it. I, I love the cocky attitude. I loved it because you know why? Again, Caitlin Clark did the same thing, and nobody said anything. You could see both, and they have they keep showing both screenshots of both of them doing it. Now, the one thing I did like about Risto was days ago she had put she had the, uh, her teammate write the ring on her finger. I was like, that's kind of dope, and she got the <laughs> ring. So here mm-hmm. we go. Let me show you what I got. Let me show you what I proved. So whatever, but but the the double standard is ridiculous. Yeah. It and I I'm it's gonna it's gonna be what it is, and that's what mm-hmm. they're doing. Between they do it all the time, black versus white. These these young black girls are this and this this and that, and that's not the truth. You know, what I mean, it's, it's just not. And they're trying to portray it, but they they did they, they they just played basketball. They played tough. Same thing with South Carolina. They played tough, hard mm-hmm. basketball that nobody can. Nobody can handle, and now we're so rough and tough. No, we're playing basketball. We're just better than you. So I thought Angel <laughs> Reese, she 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 was fine to me. Um, her lashes were good this game, so she did a good job there. Um, so I wasn't I wasn't fussing over the TV with that. But I just I just feel I was just so angry that they're making it such a big deal, and nobody really is saying, oh, it was the same thing. It was the same thing. Caitlin Clark did the same. She was talking mad junk. She disrespected that girl by blowing her off with the jump shot, um, the, the South Carolina girl. Ain't nobody saying mm-hmm. nothing about that, how she disrespected her. That, that girl about, oh, well, shoot it, I'm not coming out there. That was disrespectful, mm-hmm. too. So so what are we talking here? Like, what are we talking here? So I, I just think that Angel Reese proved the point. Um, she did her thing. They won the game, and that's all that matters. Right. That's all that matters. All right. Uh, Tracy. Mm-hmm. Listen, I almost lost friends. Because, you know, or maybe they weren't friends. I don't know. But it's like this. I'm not for, I'm not one for trash talking. I am not. I'm kind of old school in that way. But howsoever, if you talking trash, then you got to be able to back it up. So that's how I feel about it. But when you start as an adult, as as the people in the media start to take it and take personal shots, at these yep. young ladies who are 21, 22, 23, somebody's daughter. You understand what I'm saying? These are young people that we're molding that are on a big stage and a big platform. So you come out your whole face and you start personally attacking them. Idiots, ghetto, thugs, bar fight, this, that. I'm, I'm like, well, wait a minute, because I remember when Caitlin Clark told the young lady from, I think it was Louisville, to shut up. you losing by 15. She said it to her. Nobody said, and they saw it, and they didn't say anything. Then she did this John Cena thing. You know what they did when she did the John Cena thing? They actually wrote an article about her. Yes, I'm what did John Cena think about what Caitlin Clark did when she was? So it's like, okay, so you get an article, but when we do it, and when, and when, 
We are all kinds of personally attacked things, and that's the part I really have a problem. I know where it comes from, obviously. There's no you – can't, you can't make it make sense to me that you have a problem with one and, and not the other. If you're going to say it, then say, I don't like it either way. Otherwise, you have to be quiet about it, and you cannot personally attack these young ladies because of your yeah. biased opinions and your issues that you have against a certain color of people. Let's just break it down for what it really is. Because it just, mm-hmm. oh, no, it's never black and white. But, yeah, it is. It is. This is. Because mm-hmm. if, if you mirror them, Kelly, Caitlin Clark has been talking trash, throwing up signs. One time I thought she threw up a gang sign. It wasn't. It was just that she was shooting threes. <laughs> She's been doing all kinds of stuff all season long. But she is our hero. She's our queen. She's this, that. And as soon as one of us acts unapologetically, unapologetically ourselves, we're everything else but a women's basketball player. And that's what I have a problem with. Yeah. Doug, can I say something? ESPN first headline after the game last night is Caitlin Clark comes up short. That was the headline. Mm. Not that's that a recap. Not that, that LSU that not won. LSU won. won. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. We just lucky that Iowa didn't win. Shoot. We probably, they still be playing on oh, TV. Gosh. They've been on Good Morning America, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And and the second thing is I'm going to address, and I don't know if you got to everybody, is what Don Staley said. And yes. so yes. many people here in South Carolina, you know, she said, we're not bar fighters. We're not street fighters. And our coach is the one that said part of this is that, oh, it's, it's like a bar fight. Well, if you've mm-hmm. never been in a bar fight, then how do you know what a bar fight is? You're really giving them the wrong tag. And, you know, Don Staley said, and, and just to let you know, we're not monkeys. And several mm. people here high in Columbia, South Carolina, said that I guarantee you ain't nobody called them monkeys. Well, mm-hmm. okay. I guarantee you somebody did. Well, they work all monkeys. I guarantee you <laughs> somebody has. No, they, no, they work eight. all monkeys. Yeah. Well, I, let, me, yeah. let me just interject. Somebody did call them monkeys. Nobody heard it. But when Dawn was talking about some of the media people where you're gathering in public and you're saying things yeah. about our TV, mm-hmm. Being heard. Yeah. So she, That's exactly she, she, right. Tell me. They heard. So she's, it's been said. They trying to say nobody's it, but it's been said because when they get among themselves, they yeah. will say all kind of stuff. And they don't hold yeah, back. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yep. Okay, and that's how about part let's, of them. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's stay with that topic. Uh, Sherry, jump in on it. Uh, Staley versus the media. I thought she did an excellent job. Yep. Saying what she had to say, period. This is who I am. This is who my team is. This this is how my teams moving forward are going to be, and it is what it is. I'm not changing anything. I'm not talking about it, like it or not. That's it. I think her stance was amazing. It was perfect, and she's not going to be moved by any of this nonsense that's going on. And I think she stood her. She stand. She's standing in ground. She has stood her ground for a long time. And she does an excellent job at it, and I respect her so much for that. And she doesn't get tit for tat. She doesn't. She doesn't show emotion about it. She just is straightforward. Like this is what it is. You like it or you don't. Okay, uh, jumping back to you, Jackie, on the, even on this uh, state, you know, salient uh, media topic, oh, yeah. you know, and you heard how uh, the coach from Iowa tried to come back and respond to what she said. She tried to clean it up. I didn't hear it, but she tried to clean it up, right? She said she yeah. just said it in tongue-in-cheek. She didn't really yeah. mean it. Yeah, okay. 
because, yeah, because she got called out on it. And see, the thing that gets me, that makes me angry, because I know exactly what Dawny's talking about. You have some people in the media who are generally, you know, they respect and admire South Carolina but, and what they've done for women's basketball, but, oh, you got mm. some real hands, too. And I'm telling you, it, it just brought back memories. Like, and, and I'm just not going to take up a lot of time. But when I was at Cheney, you know what I mean? And we made a conference tournament. I'm the only black coach in that conference. We're the only black team in that conference. And we were mm-hmm. division. And the night before, the, you know, the coaches got to, you know, they get together and they have drinks and everything. And I, I, don't, I intentionally don't do that because I know when they start to drink and they get all together, mm-hmm. they start saying stuff. And I, mm-hmm. and I, was, I was only 25 years old as a division one <laughs> And I knew that I couldn't handle that, and I don't know what I would have done. So I didn't put myself in that situation. But they got amongst themselves, and they try, act like they're saying something nice about your kid, but they're calling them, mm-hmm. you know, calling them saying, oh, that, you know, that black bee, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. My, my trainer mm-hmm. told me she's white. She goes, she went out, and they said, oh, yeah, I give her the ball all the time. That that black bee was, you know, and I'm like, mm-hmm. that's why I couldn't, I couldn't go around there. So I'm saying, even with that, and going to the Final Four in our conference, I had the number one scorer in the country, Wanda Williams, 30 points a game. I had the number two defensive uh, um, rebounder. Do you know neither one of them made the all-conference team in that, mm. in that conference? Now, you know, exactly. the craziest. So I feel the one. She let me know that these are young people that you're talking about. She said, you know, you're talking about these young You don't have to like them, and you don't have to like me. Yeah. I mean, the way you guys are coming off, if you really, if you really knew them and you really knew anything about them, you know, and they how they represent this game, you would think differently. Oh, you, know, you know, you may not like how I play the game, and you might not like how you know how I coach the game, but you know that's the way we play, and that's the way I coach, and that's and I'm not changing. That's what it's so, right? Yeah. So I I, I I feel her, and I you know that when she was talking, it just you know it just it just made me really just go back, and I just I really I give her I give her a try. She, she yeah, Jackie, we, Jackie, we don't want you going Philly on nobody. So anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna move over to Tracy. Tracy, let's talk about that a little bit. Listen, I I agree with everything she said. She's been going through this mess ever since yeah. she's been there, and she if she has to stand up for her team, her team is. I don't understand. For me personally. I don't think there's anything wrong with the way they play defense. Personally, I like it. Mm-hmm. I. I, I and if you can't handle it offensively, you you coming in, you got to make some adjustments. You got to coach. I don't have a problem with the way they play defense. So I'm always like, well, what are they exactly talking about? Like, what what they play aggressive on ball defense. You're not just gonna be flying around on them. So what's wrong with that? But I I don't understand. Like I said before, all the other personal uh, attacks. I don't I don't I don't understand that. She said the, the Iowa coach said what she meant. Ball fight. That's what she meant. You, you get called out on it now. It's not about. Oh, I didn't really mean it that way. She always talks. I'm telling you, she just. It's and and they get together like you said, and they talk, and and you know, I I remember one instance. Um, this is off topic, but really on topic. There was this young man that played with my son at St. Peter's Prep. He had a a very athletic body. Instead of saying that, they said something like to the effect of, "Oh man, he's a he can jump out the sky like a gazelle." Like like it's always a reference to an animal or something. It it, it is absolutely. Mm-hmm frustrating and I'm so tired of people saying it has nothing to do with color and it's so disrespectful just say they play aggressive defense if I'm a coach against her say listen we got to get around that aggressive defense I'm not going to say that bar fighting defense I'm going to say it's aggressive defense and we got to do something about it 
We got, you mm-hmm. know, we got to make some plays. It has nothing to do with basketball at that point. At that point, I think it's personal. So she has to continue to stand up. What made me mad about it, I made a mistake, and I went on Twitter, right, and I looked at most of oh, yeah, it was a mistake. I, it got me so hot because the comments that these people were saying about Dawn Staley, like, yeah, you're good when you win it, but once you lose, right, like you everything now. Like, you everything. You got out coach. You got out this. You this. You that. Yeah. You're always snarling. You're this. I was like, well, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Because what are you talking about? Why are you always making it about race? What are you talking it, it was, I, after, I was like, I shouldn't have came on here. I couldn't. I, she said what she said, and that's what she felt. You can't stop a person from feeling what they feel. So that's that, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, I, and I'm going to go off script again because I, I want to deal with this issue because I, I – it, it bothers me to know that usually when you go to the White House, it's for oh, the huh? thing that oh, wins the championship. Where's the championship? We got to go here because it's hmm. important to, to oh, deal no. with because, you know, even in the USFL when we won two out of three, mm-hmm. we could have easily went as a runner-up. So. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, you want to invite LSU and yeah. Iowa to yeah. the White House? Talk about that, Princess. Mm-hmm. There you have it. That that is not going to happen, is it? Yes. Jill yeah. Biden says she wanted to invite both of them. Wow! Wow! Mm-hmm. I'm completely so disappointed. Get I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm, ahead. I'm completely sorry. disappointed that Jill Biden would even say that, but. I, I'm not sure that Kim Mulkey will go since she said that Donald Trump is the best president ever in history. So, you know. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's and, why they invited Iowa. <laughs> but mm. isn't it, is, is that not amazing? Is that is that not amazing? Yeah, here we go now. Number one and two are coming. Um, or no, the, no. the runner-up. <laughs> that's I'm sending, I'm sending another president. I should have went all three years then. But anyway. Uh, Sherry, let's talk about that, Sherry. Well, it just it just goes to show um, that to me that's disrespectful uh, because number one, there's never two teams that go to the White House. It's the (laughs) top team, the championship team that that goes right. Even if they don't accept the invitation, that's who goes. There is no second place goes because second place didn't win. Right, so what are we doing here? So again, that ain't, I just read that this morning. And I just I I had to turn, I couldn't even read the article. I couldn't read it because I'm like, this doesn't even make any sense for <sighs> it to even be an option for them to be invited. Why are they invited? Like, why are they invited? So it's 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 just a, it's it's amazing that we still we still deal with what we deal with, and this mm-hmm. is this is point blank showing what what happens. Mm-hmm. And it's and wow. I and I. I, I hope that is not for real. I really do hope it's not for real, and I really hope that it's not allowed them to come. I just don't, because uh, it's so it's so, so disappointing. Hi, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I did not hear that. I must have been asleep somewhere. I was still listening to the Twitter stuff, but um, <laughs> I um, though we live in a society that everybody gets a trophy, everybody wins, everybody's a winner. Mm-hmm. But on this stage, in this platform. That's not the case because they mm-hmm. they earn to be on the stage by themselves. But what it is, and you already know, they don't want that to be the representation. They don't want LSU to be the representation of women's basketball. So you try to deflect you it and put somebody else in. That's what 
what it is. Period. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's not. It's not what they envision. You can deal with a South Carolina because South Carolina has a little bit of coof and they know how to act, and you know they're not going to be <laughs> walking or whatever the heck they talk about. You know, they're not going to be doing all those things. They're going to know how to behave. You know, but LSU, <laughs> no, listen, they they coming with it. Yeah, they're going to be out there. Yeah, and that's us. That's not what they want to represent the national championship for the women's NCAA basketball. So why not throw? So you throw something else in there to kind of soften the blow. That's mm-hmm. a mess. That's what that is. Wow. Come on, so let, Jackie. I will go and the, get their preservation trophy. I'm sorry. Yeah, let Jackie, let Jackie give me the Philly, Philly version. What you, how you <laughs> feel about this, Jackie? Okay, this is how. First of all, if Virginia Tech and South Carolina would have won, would have been in the turn in the championship, would they have invited both of those teams? Or would they just have <laughs> Wow. So would they, would they would have still, still seen the invitation, you know, to go to both teams? I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't know. But on the other hand, I'm going to say if I give Jill Biden, because I like her and I like the day from around the way, the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. She don't know basketball. She don't know nothing about basketball. She just at the Wait, game because, to be seen and show support. So she don't really know. So she said, oh, well, you guys, you know, you guys play so well. You all come on to the White House. I, oh, God, you know, no. Just to give her the benefit of the doubt. I don't really think she knows anything about about how women's basketball goes. I, I just really don't. She just was at the game. I like her too, Jackie Devane, but I bet you she watched that game yesterday. She was not cheering for Angel Reese. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, she, wasn't, yeah, she wasn't really showing who she was cheering for, but I'm just saying, I just don't think she knows anything about basketball uh, and, and, and competition, and I just I, I just don't think she does. I just think she, um, <laughs> she's going to take both of these teams, they're going to just take them to, I don't know. I just, I just look at it like, I don't know. I'm give that that's my, one way of me giving her the benefit of the doubt. And the other one, would she have invited both teams if Virginia Tech and South Carolina was in the tournament, was in the championship? So. Mm-hmm. All right, I, mm-hmm. I want to stay with you, Jackie, because I want to know what do you think about uh, Leah Boston turning pro? Oh well, you know what? I think she well, I think she's going to be a good pro. I really think that she's going to. Um, you know, she's going to be at a whole other level. I think she's going to be different. Um, whoever works with her, I think she's going to, she's going to, they're going to, they're going to uh, work on her, her, her quickness. She's going to be quicker. I think she's going to be stronger. Because right now you look at Leah Ball, she's not cut up at all. Mm-mm. She's just there. She's, she's going to be stronger. When she gets to that next level, she's going to be strong. She already has a foundation. She's a hard worker and she puts in the, and she puts in the time. And so, that's that's the main thing right there for you to be committed to what your what your craft is. So she's already had that. She already has has had good coaching. She's had good leadership. So she's gonna get there. They're gonna take her to that next level. She's gonna when you see her, she she's gonna be probably a little slimmer. Her body gonna be strong. She's gonna be all cut up. She's gonna be faster, and she's gonna be uh, once they get her, you know, to where they need her to be. She's she's gonna be really good. I think she's going to do wonderful in. In the WNBA, I really do. All right, uh, Tracy, you heard uh, Don say, "Hey, go with my blessing." Mm-hmm. I think she'll be fine I, for all the same reasons. Um, 
she's a hard worker, so she's not. She's gonna. She's gonna get in there and do what it what it takes to be the best that she can be. There's no doubt in my mind about that. She gets with the right person. They'll get all her skill sets together that she's going to need to excel in the WNBA. Um, slim down a little bit, get quicker. Um, I, there's no doubt. No matter what team she goes to, I think she'll be fine. It'll take. I don't. Ex- I don't expect her to come out like the first year and be like the all in all. I think it'll take her about two years to get where she actually needs to be to be a major impact in the WNBA. Only because she is a hard worker. You know, I, I take her work, work ethic before I take somebody with a better skill set, you know, any day. Because they're, 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 their ceiling is wide open. So um, she'll be fine. Okay. All right, sure. Now she goes one-on-one in the WNBA instead of back, look, uh, back in zone. Right. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think she's ready. She doesn't need to stay in college. She will... Her game will improve because, she, like like everybody's saying, she'll have the the trainers, the coaches to get her better than what she already is. I think she, her first year she's going to be learning. Uh, she's going to get more moves. She'll, I think she'll go a little bit more outside. I mean, I saw her take a couple shots from the outside. So I think she'll change her game in that she'll be more versatile, I, in my opinion. I think they'll, they'll, they'll shift her so that she can do both. Because she can. Um, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see her at that next level. She, she's done everything for college basketball. Women's college basketball, she's done everything. She's got all the awards, all the accolades. There's nothing else for her to prove, in my opinion, and I think she's ready. Okay. Uh, Princess, what are they saying down in South Carolina? I think they're all congratulating her. She put out her, you know, farewell post the other day, and, um, you know, uh, she has a fifth year of eligibility, but Don Staley has been saying all year she's ready to go and that this was going to be a last year, and she's um, done that. You know, she came in um, pretty heavy, and in her sophomore year during the summer, she went and worked with Tim Duncan and lost about 35, 40 pounds. But she still mm-hmm. needs um, to be more cut or, as I think Jackie Vane said it, she, 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 she needs some de- definition for sure. And I think she'll get that. Um, and if the fever draft her at number one, then she gets to go and, um, you know, uh, be with Destiny Henderson, who was on the national championship team last year with South Carolina. And maybe that them being paired together, maybe that will be a little bit of support. But it's time, and I think she's ready. And someone said about her outside shooting, I think she has a soft touch mid-range, um, and mm-hmm. I think she'll, mm-hmm. she'll develop that that more, but um, right. yes, time. I, someone also said it, I think it was either Sherry or, or Tracy, she's done everything she can for mm-hmm. women's college basketball and won every accolade, national player of the year, you know, defensive player of the year, back-to-back national championship. Um, and they were 124-6 and six <laughs> as a a four-year team, you know. Yeah. Um, and then in her last year, she only lost one. Maybe that's 107, you know, um, seven losses, but I think it's six. That's pretty good. That's pretty good for any mm-hmm. college basketball player. I would have taken that um, in in college for sure. Congratulations to her. Um, and to Don Staley for how those young women act in public, act in class, um, and carry themselves, congratulations to the whole program. Don is doing a, doing a wonderful job. Okay, I want to stay with you, Princess. Because uh, I want to talk player of the year, agree or disagree. 
<laughs> um, Hello. <laughs> I just, I just hate to sound so controversial all the time and such mm-hmm. a sore person, but she is not my player of the year for a lot of mm-hmm. reasons. And maybe mm-hmm. a lot of it is, too, that 50 to 60% of this country just thinks she has hung the moon and that all of a sudden she is, you know, the next Larry Bird or Steph Curry, which, of course, I can't stand that analogy um, comparing mm-hmm. them to the, the men's game in the first place. But, no, she's not my player of the year, for sure. Okay. Uh, Jackie? Well, I will say, um, you know, I always was pulling for Aaliyah Boston. But, I mean, you really can't take, uh, you know, anything away from Clark. I mean, she's done some, you know, some fantastic things this year. She set some records. I mean, like, she's had a phenomenal year. So, when you look at Boston, I mean, that's who I, that's, that was my pick. But I can't be mad that Caitlin Clark, uh, I just can't be mad about it because, I mean, you, you got to give it to her. The, 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 the young lady did some things this year. So that's, that's, that's all I'll say about it. Doug, can I just okay. interject? Do we give it to yeah. a player with the team? She's the most valuable player in the nation, but they lost six or seven games. And mm-hmm. I, I don't – and and I think oh so we were just applauding her stats that she's collected because she's the number one shooter on the team. But valuable means that you know you you carried your team to a certain point. But they lost seven games this year. I don't, I don't know, but uh, if we just go off pure just collection of triple doubles and double doubles, okay, Caitlin Clark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. Princess, yeah, Princess, yeah, I think you're being just bad right now, Princess. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. all right, <laughs> I am. I feel I feel what you're saying, Princess. I understand. <laughs> Thank you, Tracy. It's, I do. I, I get what you're saying. It's like, okay, you, that's not who you would pick, but statistically, I'm gonna say yes. She is the player of the year. I mean, I, she destroyed South Carolina. She, you know, she put. I mean, she just put, did things that you just look at and say, "Well, dang! Like, come on now." Nobody could stop her, nobody with the exception of LSU. Mm-hmm. But even with that, she had 30-something points. So mm-hmm. you have to give mm-hmm. it to her statistically. You might not like what she comes with, the bowl she's wrapped in, you know, uh, but I don't see anybody else doing what she did. She, um, she, you know, she made it a little bit nicer to watch. I like a kind of game that's like, oh, no, she didn't. Like, we, I had people up in here Friday, we were like, oh, my God. Goodness, like it, the whole house was shaking. So it was fun to watch, you know what I'm saying, coming from women's basketball. So I can't take that away from her. I would just, I would probably tell her, listen, no more gestures, just play. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right, Sherry? Yeah. Yeah, so I, as much as I didn't want to agree that she, could, she should get it, um, because of what she did um, offensively, she just was amazing. Uh, just she just was amazing, and and not only just shooting, the dimes she dropped to her post players were mm-hmm. were good. You know, so I give it to her for that. And she and she took Iowa to the championship. I mean, honestly, I didn't think they would be there. I never even paid that. Yeah. I heard was heard her name, but all year I didn't pay her no attention to the tournament. Um, although she was shooting whatever, she done shot the lights out of the, every gym she's in. But it was what it was. But I think because of her performance, all-out performance, and what she was able to do, 40-plus points in certain games, and just they couldn't stop us. I mean, and you have mm-hmm. certain teams that 
play defense that couldn't stop her. So it just she 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 deserved it. Um, although I don't want to say that, but she did. Um, and I just didn't like her her body language to me. Just was sometimes a little off. Um, but I mean, she had the she had the numbers. She definitely had the numbers. So um, Boston, I wanted Leah Boston to get it because of what she's done her whole career, um, and to only have one loss this year, and to play as as hard as she has. And like I said last week, where she just was who she was. She just never showed any emotion all year. She played basketball. Steph, I'm kind of sad that she didn't get it, um, but she's okay. She got one before. Okay. I want to stay with you, Sherry, because I want to know who will be in the Final Four in 24. My whole numbers were messed up this year, so I can't even, I, I can't even go there. I cannot even take it there because I don't know. I'm going to just be That's all honest one. right now. I had a question mark next to that thing. And I'm, I have no idea uh, because today, I mean, this year was such a shock in all the ups and downs and, and, and knockouts and, and just surprises, which was amazing. It, it was so fun to watch. This, this tournament mm-hmm. was so fun to watch because it's like so many unexpected wins. Um, so I don't know. So I don't have an answer for, for, four, for, four, for next year. I don't. Okay. I want to jump mm-hmm. to Jackie because, Jackie, I didn't mean to leave you out with the Kaylin Clark uh, uh, what are your thoughts about her and when agree or disagree? MVP. I already said it. You did call me. I oh, okay. I, I, I just wanted. I, I I just wanted to make sure because you know sometimes. I know you scared of me. That's all right. <laughs> Not scared of me though. All right. <laughs> Who will be? Who's your final four for twenty four, Jackie? Okay, this is, this is the thing about the Final Four for next year. You know, just a few years ago, we were able to look at teams and be like, oh, you know what? They got this person coming back. They got that person. They're going to be they gonna be that. We can't even do that anymore. No, that's right. We don't know who they're going to get out the portal. It's like, we yep, can't even. Yep. You have no question. <laughs> I to be in there. Who, who may still be in there, I'm not sure. But I, I can say I think UConn may be in there. Beckers will be healthy. Um, and depending on who else he get out the portal, and who mm-hmm. and I would think that they would be in there. And I, I, I want to say I think Miami got a shot, depending on who they get out the portal and how yeah. many people they get. So I, I would look at those two, and I would hope that South Carolina would still be there. I, I, you know, I would hope. Um, it's, it's hard if he plays Aaliyah Boston. Um, even the big post trade they got, she just don't do the stuff that Aaliyah does. But I mean, she has time to, you know, for them to develop her more. So I would hope, and I would also like to see Virginia Tech again. You know, I mean, that was everybody thought it was a fluke this year, and I would like them to prove that it wasn't a fluke. And they probably will. And I'm, I'm saying everybody that was in this Final Four, they're going to get some kids wanting to transfer, but they they want to get to the team that went to the Final Four. So they're going to get some mm-hmm. good kids. To so. Uh, it's just hard to say, but you used to be able to do that. You could be like, oh, yeah, they got this person coming, they got that. Oh, they're they going to be back. You can't mm-hmm. even do that. It's so crazy. All right, well, I appreciate you, uh, <laughs> not like Sherry, taking the easy way out. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. all right, Tracy, what you got for me? That's a that's an impossible question to answer. Oh, but I will say this. Okay. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. I'm gonna say something. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say something. So, 
I'm going to say because Dino is so irate right now, like he's still mad. He took his ball off the court and left the <laughs> playground that he will be in the final four by hook or crook. Um, I'm almost, I'm going to say 100% sure of that because he is mad right now. So I want Virginia Tech to, to prove themselves like they weren't, like they were not a fluke. So I'm going to put them in there as well. LSU, we're just going to say because, you know, if nobody transfers out, they should be good, right? I mean, they get a couple yeah. of transfers in. If they keep the, you know, they're the champions. So you got to put them in. The third, that fourth one, I have, I have no idea. I, I hope South Carolina gets it together, but you know, like it's going to be hard to get those, replace those five seniors. You know what I mean? That's that's mm-hmm. hard. That I don't I don't know I don't I don't know about that one. I, I don't have a fourth. Maybe Stanford got something to prove. I don't know. You know, maybe they reload and get somebody out the portal. Mm-hmm. All right, even Fresh though they're out of portal people. Yeah. I agree with you, Con. I, I think they're <laughs> Gino's mad. He was the first one that said the Gamecock girls were street fighters and all his ladies were bruised after the game. So I think he's mad and he's going to be back there. You, you you would normally say Stanford, but I think they're losing a lot. They're definitely losing Haley Jones. Um, I'd like to say say Miami for sure could, could be back there. Um, and I'm going to just roll the dice and say, Ole Miss, they just picked up the number one guard out of North Carolina. She is transferring in, and she's averaging 21 points a game and 10 assists, so somewhere in there. So they just picked her up and out of the transfer portal. And and I, I really do, and maybe I'm too um, close to Columbia, but Don Staley has a lot coming back. I think Bree Hall, the young lady, I think she's good. Raven Johnson, they sagged off her. She made three out of five three-pointers and in that game. I think she's a good point guard. And um, I think Ashley Watkins, the young lady that dunked twice in a game, I think she replaces um, uh, Aaliyah Boston. And then, you know, Cardosa is, is the six seven um, center. But they have a lot of shooters and talent, I think, on the bench. And a lot of natural players than Victoria Saxon. And Bree Beal, you know, would make a case. And so I, I do think that they're back. Um, and I told Duck, one of the young ladies at, you know, McDonald's All-Americans, uh, Malaysia something out of Columbia that they've signed, five-star. Um, they can really shoot that ball, and that's what they need. Um, so let's see what happens. But, you know, I'm saying South Carolina. I'm saying UConn. Um, I'm saying maybe Miami, you know. Um, and, and, and my rolling the dice is Ole Miss. Okay, uh, staying mm-hmm. right with you. So we're going to finish it up with either your beef and crunches or you're making us go, hmm. Duck, I've been beefing all day like Tracy on Twitter. I have been beefing. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I had to get off and lower my blood pressure. But um, it's, it amazes me that even in the world of sports, and I think of athletics and team um um, really supersedes race, and and you see a lot of teams come together n- no matter what the background. But now with social media and Twitter and TikTok and, 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 and everything, you see this country still divided. And my beef is mm-hmm. how awful they were able to label Angel Reese overnight and how mm-hmm. they have carried the torch. 
for Caitlin Clark. That is terrible. As someone said earlier, these are 17, 18, 19, 20-year-old young women, somebody's daughter, sister, whatever, and, and we have, we, we've done this. Um, and I'm talking about seasoned media people who don't mind labeling these young ladies everything but, as my mom would say, the child of God. So that's my beef is that we do better with this. And we stay off of social media with, with how aggressive and awful that some people have been. Yeah. Okay. Jackie, yeah. beefing are making us go, hmm. Well, I'm not really beefing, but I, guess, I don't know what you call this, but that's Joe Biden, and I was just looking at, you know, I could just imagine how she said, oh, we just hope everybody will come to the White House. She's just going to talk it over with Joe. Now, Joe Biden, <laughs> if he knows anything about sports, they say, yo, babe, we can't, we can't do that. Right. Yeah, he, I, I'm hoping that he steps in and says, uh, no, baby, we, we can't, only the champions come. Um, so I'm sorry, we're going to have to uninvite, you know, Iowa. That's what I'm hoping. I think he called <laughs> Obama. He called uh-huh. Obama. He needs to. <laughs> Obama telling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He might. That's what I'm saying. He might come out and say, you know, know, we're not going to do that. I'm hoping. I still have some hope. Keep hope alive. Okay. Sure. You beefing or making us go, hmm? Um, I'm still angry over this Clark Reese. (laughs) I just... I'm just still beefing about that because I want to see how it plays out. Although the, everything's over, um, you know what what do, what is this going to look like? Future games, future tournaments, future next year NCAA. You know, I mean, what, where do we go? Because again, we're still sitting in the same stuff we always sit in. Um, so I just it's so it's just I'm just so disappointed. So I'm beefing with the fact that we're having a conversation. I'm beefing with it that it's such a big deal. I had somebody just call me who doesn't even. Um, no, really watch that. One of my best friends who watched me play, but she's like, why is, why is my phone blowing up over this Reese and Clark girl? <laughs> and I'm like, exactly. You know, so it, it's just, it's, it's a shame. So we'll see. But I'm beefing uh-huh. over that because it doesn't need to be as big as it is right now because it was two of the same things done, same type of uh-huh. mannerism done. So like, what are we talking about here? So it's kind of frustrating. Wow. Yeah. Okay, Tracy, Absolutely. take us home with it, Tracy. Listen, I am beefing about the same situation that everybody's beefing about, but <laughs> I can make you go home all in the same time because okay. there's a solution to every problem, even if it's a temporary solution. So mm-hmm. wouldn't it be dope if Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese got together and did a commercial together? And they was doing some type of hand gestures to each other on the court, and then all of a sudden they sat down and had some chicken McNuggets together. You think that would make people understand that? Yo, you know, no, like we can, we can, be, we can live, we can live. Tracy, that would that would be that would be racist, Tracy, because why why she got to eat chicken McNuggets? Why she got that fried chicken? I didn't say fried chicken. I said boneless chicken McNuggets. <laughs> I would use this to unite, like, it, it, you know, it would be great to just see them come together so that they can teach the adults how to act. You, you know what I'm saying? Because it's mostly the adults that are bashing Angel Reese. They're bashing her. Mm-hmm. And like, well, how old Caitlin is she? What, said she didn't see Angel Reese. Caitlin said, I she never saw her on the court yeah, do that. She, she, 
Yeah. He saw her. Right. You saw her. <laughs> you definitely saw her. She just didn't want no smoke. <laughs> right. Angel said, hey, hey. <laughs> but let's make sure you see me. Because mm-hmm. she was right there. You can't miss the lashes. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> I'm serious. Peripheral vision at the end is best. All right, Princess. All right, ladies. I appreciate you all being on. This has been awesome. Um, awesome. And really, thank you all. This has been the best panel ever. And we got to do this again. Come back at the start of of women's basketball throughout the season. I mean, I know a lot of you all are busy, but um, I I, I really love all of your contributions. Tracy, um, Napoleon, Terry Hackett, Jackie Devane, and Jody Powell, we missed you. I really wanted to get your your take on tonight, so I was looking forward to hearing from you. But um, thank you, Doug Riley and Tim Moore. <laughs> Let's get ready for tonight. Real quickly, Terry Hackett, who do you have? UConn, San Diego State. UConn. Jackie Devane. I believe UConn going to win, but I'm pulling for San Diego State. <laughs> All right. Terry Hackett. Uh, Tracy Napoleon. UConn. Early in the house. Okay. <laughs> Duck, they're early in the house. Duck, who do you have? I think I think I'm gonna go with UConn. Okay, okay. I I think UConn too. But congratulations, San Diego State. I, like I said in the earlier game, earlier show, you didn't lead the whole second half until the last two seconds mm. of the game. Wow, mm. wow, amazing. Yeah. All right, ladies, have a great night and have a great week, and, and let's talk soon. Thank you so Thank much. You. Take care, guys. Take Bye. care. Thank you. All right, Doug, see you tomorrow. All right. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.